Hey, I'm Sean. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to the Anime Triad. We're back once again with another movie review, and this time we are reviewing Dragon Ball, The Curse of the Blood Rubies. And this is the first of the four original Dragon Ball movies, and I believe it's kind of just a little retelling of the beginning of the Dragon Ball series. And so Sean's going to start us off with his review and grade. Cool. So, been a while since I've seen these movies. I I don't have a really in-depth review of this. It's pretty straightforward. It's like a 50-minute long three-episode compilation, essentially. And Ben said it already. It's a retelling of the original, but it is not a... It's not the original arc shoved into... 50 minutes they do all the same things they introduce you to a lot of the same characters but they give you a different villain and a different um obstacle to overcome you know we still meet bulma we still meet oolong we still meet poir yamcha so on and so forth master roshi all that fun stuff but instead of the pilaf gang we are um this young lady who reminds me of the young lady from um the she reminds Red you of Red Snow, Army. right? Yeah, Snow, Snow. from Red Ribbon Army, Yark. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this guy named um, King Gurmesh, something like that. Uh, King Gurameth, something Gurameth like that. is Gurameth. Gurameth, yeah. yeah. Um, he's the bad guy. He wants the Dragon Balls, I guess, because he's always hungry. Um, so I'll, I'll make mine pretty short. It's it's a C for me. It's a C because it's Dragon Ball and it's kind of nostalgic and it's it's fun. It's short. It's to the point. It moves quickly. It's fun, but it is a very unnecessary movie. And it's just I don't think there. I mean, there's no reason this movie needs to exist. Um, I mean, you wanted to introduce a new character. Okay, do a different. Thing. And we're going to actually notice something. Uh, this is not the first time they've retold the beginning little mini arc of Dragon Ball. So it's interesting. Uh, it's cool. It's, you know, late 1980s type of thing. Um, this is, I think we watched the Funimation, the 2010 dub. Um, so you got Colleen Klinkenbeard as uh, um, Goku. Um, so that's pretty cool. But it's, it's a C for me. I mean, it's very middle of the road. It's not bad. But I have no real need to watch this movie again. So that's my grade. Ben. Okay. So here's my only hesitation before I give my grade and review. Is that we're watching the updated remastered one. 
So we actually have all the voice actors from Super. So Bulma's voice actor in Super is Bulma's voice actor in this movie. Cool, cool. Colin Clickenbeard is Goku. That's cool. That's updated. And then I can't remember what's her name. It's the she's Lucy in Fairy Tale. Is 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 the girl? Is the, the little girl? Jeremy Lay. Yeah, is the clearly is the little girl in this. And I love these updated voice actors because they're all great. They're awesome. So the thing is, I can only base my review around this movie, not the original that came out in 1986, two years before I was born, by the way, <laughs> being the oldest member of the triad. Um. So anyway, um, I dis. Okay, okay, I'm gonna break it down real quick. So yeah, it's a retelling of the beginning part of Dragon Ball, but honestly, it's better. It's a better villain than Pilaf. Pilaf was stupid then, just as he's stupid and super. Like, <laughs> Pilaf's been dumb for 35, 40 years, okay? So, how everybody kind of met was was great. It was, it's kind of sped up. So, if it was in a show form, more elongated. Roshi blowing away the submarine, revealing the Kamehameha, is a hundred times better than him just putting out a fire at Ox King's castle, Okay. That thing was crazy. It was so good, and it was way bigger. It was animated, animated way huger, huger. Sorry, my grammar, <laughs> my grammar go bad when Ben get excited. Sorry, <laughs> it was animated larger and more impactful. I thought that was fun. The um, what's it called? Uh, the whole thing with um, Yamcha trying to run over to Roshi first and tell him they're coming to kill him and take his shell. It's kind of funny, which I also find it weird to believe, you know, Roshi has no idea what a Dragon Ball is because he's been around for hundreds of years. But anyway, that was fun. And then the whole thing with Nimbus is similar-ish. And so um, the only person, and I guess technically this will be the very first arc because you wouldn't see Krill into the next arc. But anyway, I really liked it. Well, Krillin... Krillin was there. The Krillin was the one who told them about Master Roshi. And so it, they totally just took him out of that. Okay, cool. Maybe, you know, keep him in, but whatever. Um the the I whole thing it really would have done anything in this movie if he was there. Like no, there, 100% there wasn't any agree. Need for him yeah. yeah. You just need somebody to say, hey, there's this guy named Master Roshi. It makes yeah. perfect sense in the movie. But I mean, that was just a piece I wanted to mention that, you know, I don't know how you would move forward. Like you can't tell somebody to watch this and then watch the second arc of the show. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so the whole thing is that it's supposed to... I think it's a um, Akira Toriyama and them were like, this is also the other route I was going to go. Like, kind of the original plot. And they went with this other thing instead. I don't really know that for sure. But that's a very strong plot. Why would you have this whole other arc, almost arc written, and just make it a movie? And it, and it works so well. It works so well if you didn't have a lot of forethought beforehand. It just felt like there was a lot of thought ahead of time about what was going to happen. So I really enjoyed it. I think we we all, you know, give our grades and stuff like that. I, I I'm gonna give this thing a B plus. Because I'll tell you, the 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 animation wasn't terrible. It's honestly not much different than Kai. Like like early on Kai before Boo Saga before Cell Saga, it's not much different than that. Music was great. English versions of, of those songs, 
right? A little updated in the in the audio as well was super fun. You got to see everybody's kind of um, major attack. You saw Wolf Fang Fist. You saw Kamehameha Wave. Everybody's a major player. It's a lot of fun. I would say that, and I agree with Sean, it doesn't need to exist. And this very easily could have just been a standalone film if you just have the crew that are looking for the Dragon Balls and they happen to run into this guy who's trying to take all the Dragon Balls anyway. Like, you very easily could have made this into its own movie that's not this retelling of the intro. If this was its own movie and not a retelling of the intro, I could probably give this movie an A, if not higher, just because it did everything it's supposed to do. Old School Dragon Ball was about... Goku just being that special kid and everyone having a special power and everybody contributing in their own way. And this this movie did a lot of that. I would say the one thing that I that it lacked is he the king dude, King Guramez, he talks about ever since I got the blood ruby, I've not been able to have my hunger satiated. But like they didn't really talk about the curse of the blood ruby, even though it was clearly a curse with the blood yeah. rubies. He got cured because the wish for the Dragon Balls was to bring peace and, you know, you know, fix the land and stuff, which part of that, I think, is to fix his hunger. That way he's not trying to destroy everything. And they got rid of the blood rubies. Anyway, uh, B plus for me. A lot of fun. I mean, it's dated, sure. But, I mean, it flowed really well. It was a lot of fun. It was the, the pacing was pretty good. And it's a short movie, so it doesn't have to really be like they they did well. They did well, I thought. All right, Michael. Yeah, man. Um, I I think Sean Trippin. This is an easy A for me. Um, now, uh, and here's why. So, Sean, you said all these things that you liked about it, and then, but your question is, and and why you say it's a C is because you say this movie doesn't need to exist. I have a little bit of an issue with that particular. Eight. Only because technically no form of entertainment ever needs to exist. You don't right? want to fight about it? I, I, I don't. I just want to argue about it. That's actually what I'm here to do. That's what we do on this podcast is we uh-huh. just kind of, we you know, I, got, I see you got your fists up, man, but you in Atlanta. I can't drive two hours today. I just did a concert. We ain't got time to do all <laughs> if I had a glove, If I had a glove, I would slap you across the face with the glove. Oh, is that right? Challenge. That right? Well, you don't, and you two and a half hours away, so you're going to listen to my explanation instead. So, right. <laughs> Okay, so, like, you know, there is a, a collection of people, they prefer original Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z. And I personally... I'm not going to take that away from them because I I understand it because Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z are different shows to me. Like they're the same and I see them as a continuity, but like the vibe is completely different. What Dragon Ball was going for was not the same thing Dragon Ball Z was going for. I mean, uh, the, the energy of it, the pacing of it, what they wanted to do, like this whole movie, Yamcha is like accidentally grabbing titties and just passing out. <laughs> and like you would never see something like this in Dragon Ball Z or maybe a little bit in Super. Um, but like it's just like, you know, Master Roshi uh, getting flashed by Oolong. And then, you know, I, I was actually a little disappointed. They skipped the scene where Yamcha saw Bulma in the bath when they were in the trailer. I was hoping they would recap that like they did from the series, but that wasn't in there. 
But, you know, all the humor. And then, of course, like Ben said, Master Roshi's Kamehameha blowing up the submarine and all the missiles it was shooting. Whoo! Whoo! What a blast. That thing was crazy. Um, yeah, and, and that was the cool thing about the retelling is that it was fast. The pacing was all there. It made references to the show. So if you'd seen it, you're like, ha ha, I know this part. Um, but it was done a little differently. And I guess to answer the question, what's the point? Because um, it's fun. And that's all Dragon Ball was ever trying to be was fun. Uh, and I think it did it really well. I really like the scene where like <laughs> Bulma is hiding behind Oolong, who's like turning into a monster, scaring all the soldiers and then poir is doing the same thing for yamcha and then they run into each other it's hilarious um and yo how about like the, the dude the king squashed his side man literally flattened him and then bulma threw the dragon ball and said shenron come out and and like d- destroyed him from the inside like what that was crazy like dragon ball has this great mix of like oh my god that's hilarious and also at the same time it's like oh oh we just got serious out of nowhere like um it's just i I just love that about dragon ball and what it definitely has that z and super don't have at all is real stakes like i'm never worried in z or in super that like maybe someone will die but like yamcha got shot and i was like oh Oh, he got shot. Like, I literally thought Yamcha, like, died and they were going to wish him back with the Dragon Balls. Instead, they did the classic, like, oh, the rubies in his shirt blocked it. Um, But even so, like, I legitimately thought Yamcha, you know, got killed. And that's, like, not something that really happens in Z or in Super. Um, And that's what I love about Dragon Ball, personally. I I just think it's it's a great show and the movies, the movies reflect it really well. It, they keep that same energy, and I was laughing. I was either laughing or excited the whole time. Um, and and it, it's an A for me. It's easy. You know um, what? Tell Listen, me. I have a rebuttal for this. Okay. My rebuttal is, yeah, you're kind of right. I, <laughs> I, I, I will give it a B. Because, you, yes, you are correct. When it comes down <laughs> to... Like, what's the point? I didn't mean what's the point, like, because anything that like <laughs> nothing has a point when it comes to media. It's it's not as common when you already have the show and then you're just like, hey, let's just reframe it. And so for that, it was kind of like, OK, whatever. I mean, it, it's funny. It's good. It's got a lot of good stuff in it. Um, but it's just because I know that. I don't know. Like there are still things about the original that I like, and it's probably because of a nostalgia thing. I'll be honest. Like, I think I would rather watch actually, I'm pretty positive that I would rather watch the TV version with peel off and everything like that, as opposed to watching this, not only because it, the continuity has to go that way. Um, but I don't know. It's, I, I think, again, I think it's nostalgic. Like it's just, you know, Kind of a simple answer, but that's just how it is. So I'll I'll, I'll say B because there was a lot of funny stuff and, and and whatnot, and there was some good stuff as well. Like you, you convinced me otherwise, but it's still I don't know. But a C is not. I'll bad take that. Me. A C I'll is take that. Bad. I mean, you know, like I think a lot of times people are like a C. Oh God, that's yeah. Awful. But a C like, a C is average. A C but is I think dead this zone. We did more than average. Dead like, zones a like, C. 
Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this this movie was more than average. It was a good movie. Like this is, and and I I agree with you as far as like yes, obviously the show is better. Um, but sometimes like you don't have time to watch like thirty episodes to get through an arc or whatever. Why? You know, like sometimes I just want to like, hey, let me watch this. I'll, all I got's like two hours. Let me take one of those hours and just watch this movie, and it'll be fun. And I'll you know I'll laugh. I will say every time Sean gives a C. I go back to like early in our first year and Mike goes, a C as bad as dead zone. That was, okay. So that wasn't even me. That was my wife reviewing um, fusion reborn. Is that where I said it originally? I said it, yeah. Cause it was the last line. She's like, I don't know. Like I don't watch dragon ball. I mean, C the average and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with a C. But going off of what Mike was saying about some stuff, um, <laughs> Dragon Ball does some really great things that Dragon Ball Z and Super don't do. And uh, one big thing is Super at the end in the big tournament power arc, right? We got to see so many old Z fighters doing some stuff. But really, in general, they don't do anything, right? <laughs> they don't do anything. It's the Vegeta Goku show. And one thing I noticed, so like, when Yamcha was getting to like the castle at the end and he had his like his like big chain stick, like not quite nunchucks because there's like three, but I forget what it's yeah, called. Yeah, it, it has a name. I forget it does. what it is. Yeah. Um, and he's going through and he's and he's one shotting these guys, but he's it's almost like a good Jackie Chan choreographed fight where he takes two or three hits, kind of he knocks out of the guy, and, but he moves very quickly through it and it looks more human. Than, than what Super in Dragon Ball Z do. Now, Super and Dragon Ball Z are also really hyping the non-human, the big alien kind of fight, a way out there, higher power level thing, which is great. But Dragon Ball, it takes us back to uh, like old school martial arts kung fu movies, which you can't beat that stuff. It's so fun to watch. And it's just classic in that sense where... Like, Goku is overpowered, right? We get that <laughs> from most of Dragon Ball. It's like, this is ridiculous. But everybody else is, like, really strong, but also kind of human. So, I think that's another thing. Dragon Ball does a great job of just kind of keeping us all in check. And you're not yeah. seeing... Like, you're right, Mike. Like, Dragon Ball does a great thing of, like, all of a sudden you're, like, laughing. It's something silly. And it's like... And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap. Like, we went way out here in left field all of a sudden for some weird stuff. And it just reminds us about where animation started and, like, kind of where we all started when we were watching anime as, as young young folk. <laughs> Not necessarily Dragon Ball, because it came out in 86, and most of us probably didn't start watching anime to like, you know, mid-90s. Yeah. So it's been, like, it'll be, like, 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. It's been 10 years since, yeah, when I kind of started. So anyway... It That's also just told me that Toriyama just, you know, flies at the seat of his pants. <laughs> He's like, hey, today I don't want him to have a tail. Tomorrow, yeah. well, you can have a tail. <laughs> I, I like what you said, Ben, about Dragon Ball, that it is both literally and figuratively just more down to earth. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people like it more, and I don't blame them one bit. Yeah, I think I think some people who... And there's a difference in people who 
prefer Dragon Ball versus people who don't like Super Dragon Ball Z. And I think the people who don't care for Super Dragon Ball Z are probably those who caught anime a little later in life, back when it came out, and they kind of stopped watching stuff. But it's that it's that it's a my whole thing about overhype. It's like we're going so far out in left field now. Dragon Ball Z is so different than Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z is closer to Super, not just in like in just in just every possible way. It's way closer to Super than it is to Dragon Ball. Yeah, and Super is pretty diff- very different from Dragon Ball Z in a lot of aspects. And so if if you're not somebody who likes that really far out there stuff, and I think you're right, like it it it, it provides a like a precipice, if you will, for imagination without it getting crazy out of hand for some people. Yeah. Now I love I like I love them all. I think they're all great and they all have their place in the canon because they're yeah. all part of the same story. And then of course some of my favorite moments in Dragon Ball Z are Seeing Mercenary Tao. Yeah. Super great. <laughs> yeah, man. It's hard sometimes, like when I'm watching Dragon Ball and I've I've rewatched it a couple times. So it's, like, it's so cool. The story's much better in my opinion. Uh more simple, but still just I don't know, there's more character development and conversation and whatnot. But there's just it maybe it's a me thing, but like the whole time I'm watching it is just like I feel like Dragon Ball Z puts it down too much. Like the the fact that Dragon Ball Z exists, like puts some kind of hindrance or some, you know, glass ceiling on the show because you're just like, okay, it's awesome that they're learning to fly now and they're learning this technique and weighted clothing is cool and all these other factors and tournaments are awesome. And then like you finally have a guy who's like is this demon or whatnot and it's interesting and then but in the back of your mind you're just like okay this is nothing compared to (laughs) what happened in dragon ball z and i think another thing too is because at least in america we got dragon ball z real really in a mainstream capacity before dragon ball i think it's always trying to live up to this you know pedestal that dragon ball z is on that's it just i don't know i think with if drag it sounds stupid but if dragon ball z wasn't around i think dragon ball would be a very i don't want to say perfect but like it would be a, a top 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 tier anime well that and in addition uh muscle tower just took way too long yeah <laughs> man the ninja was pretty cool another so and think about another anime that was out around the same time um, it was Dragon Ball Z, but Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. Sailor Moon did its thing and then left, bolted. Could you imagine <laughs> what would Sailor Moon be like? Because that's a pretty good following and pretty strong fan base years later. Imagine something like Sailor Moon if they did like, and I'm only using it because it's comparable, like Sailor Moon Z, Sailor Moon Kai, whatever you want to call it. Like they did a, a later one in life when they're all a little bit older and powers got crazier and it's just it goes off the trails and we're in talking we're in other universes and stuff like that like <laughs> super sailor moon yeah super sailor moon so like you know imagine if if this happens like and i think sean's i think sean's right is that if it wasn't for z dragon ball has 
you know, one, more movies, even a larger fan base. Because the movies, the last movie came out in 96, right? 96, I think in Japan, you're well into the, the Android saga, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you're almost done with the show. More. 96 when GT started in Japanese. Yeah, Z is over. Z is <laughs> over when that last Dragon Ball movie comes out. So it's just one of those things. Uh, Sean's got a, a good point about, you know, these other shows taking into place. And really, with 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 social media and technology these days and our, and our ability to access all this stuff, we're going to access the stuff we grew up with. Well, we didn't grow up with Dragon Ball. We grew up with Dragon Ball Z. And we watch Dragon Ball because of our love for Dragon Ball Z. Now, unfortunately, not everybody is like us. And we'll go back and watch those things because of our love for one thing sparks our love for or an interest in the original. So, and then the, the people who grew up with Dragon, Ball's, Dragon Ball probably not, aren't necessarily as highly involved with technology as we are. Just a theory. Thank you for listening. We can't do this podcast without our listeners and supporters like you. If you would like to stay up to date on when new episodes are released, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Also, remember to subscribe to notifications from your favorite streaming service. And if you would like to donate, you can check out our Patreon at The Anime Triad.